The world went to hell around the year 2000, which is why Adam and Chad live less than 2000. Like and subscribe on your favorite podcast app and continue the conversation on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And if you're cool enough, join the show on Patreon for exclusive bonus content, specials, and early access to a longer, uncensored, less than 2,000 experience. And now, less than 2,000 with Adam Wentz and Chad Bischoff. Less than 2,000. The podcast. I'm proud of you, buddy. I was reflecting on the way home, and I was thinking to myself, it is so rare that Adam follows through on seeing anything made past 2000. <laughs> and and we literally just went and saw a movie together. I mean, that's, that's it's amazing. Like, you went and saw something from 2021, and you just went and saw Dune four times in the theater five yes. in total yes. so I, I i welcome you to the modern era but then it dawned on me that you have seen absolutely nothing that is not based on an ip from much older than 2000 so so you know dune was your favorite book ghostbusters was our favorite was our favorite movie growing up one of them and so like does it count I guess that's what I was. I'm proud of you for hanging out. It does count, but I don't. But it, it, does that card get taken away then? Because it's not new; it's old. It's it's brand new. It's this is this is not Ghostbusters '84. This is Ghostbusters Afterlife 2021 that we would have seen in 2020 had it come out when it was supposed to. I have been waiting for this movie for for so long. I, there is not a single movie that has been announced of of the last so many years that I can think of that I've literally been dying to go see it. I think I mean I we were excited to see it three or four different times before yes. it even happened tonight. Tonight we watched it. We watched it together. We went to IMAX, sat next to each other, bought tickets, and saw a movie in the year 2021, and it was a new movie. And yes, I have been to the theater five times in the last month. Four of those were Dune, and now I saw Afterlife at IMAX with you tonight. And it's not just any movie we went and saw. It is the movie. It is Ghostbusters. The last movie we saw together was Rise of Skywalker on New Year's Day 2019. So we're almost two full years since you and I have seen a movie together. And of course, that was old IP, you know, a new movie, but it was old IP as yeah. well. So. And of course, and we got to see the trailer for the new Matrix movie that's going to be coming out here very soon. So we're literally just, now that we've crossed the thresholds of 40, mm. they're just dishing us our childhood right back yes. to us right now. Like, that's what Hollywood's doing. They're like, new? No. We're going to go ahead and, like, make sure we give them Terminator and and Ghostbusters and all of these things that, um, well, quite frankly, uh, shaped who we were as, as human beings on this planet. Dude, it did shape who... It does shape who we are as people, as human beings on this planet. And I got to be honest with you, man... I was worried about this one. I wasn't worried. My expectations were so low. I had no faith that this was going to be good at all. 
I was not really? hyped for it. I was not hyped for it. I I was hyped back when it was originally going to come out, and then it all just wore off, and I just was like, oh, kids, and oh, Stranger Things, and all this stuff, and, and I just, I had no hype at all, and I was so bitterly disappointed when we went and saw it in 2016 with with actresses that we both love, that are funny women, and, and that yes. was such a bad thing so i'll tell you one thing i've learned about myself my expectations were very high going into that one and they were very low coming into this one (laughs) and i'm glad to say i love this movie afterlife is awesome if all you wanted to do was find out if i liked it i will say thumbs up go see it see it in theaters it has my stamp of approval absolutely Oh, great And it only took us four minutes to get there. So, all right. Well, thanks for tuning in, everybody. This is great. It's been real. See you next year. Can you believe, Chad? We are at the end of season two. This is our season finale. Happy Thanksgiving. This is releasing on Thanksgiving. Thank you for listening to us. We're over 50 episodes strong now. And and thank you so much for being part of Less Than 2000. Yes. And and, thank you. And on this day of thanks, I, I want to thank everybody you know, for spending time with us. You know, there's a lot of there's a lot of options uh, to listen to. There's a lot of a lot of content out there, and and everybody that that chimes in on social media and hangs out with us for just a little bit every week. Thank you, thank you, thank you on this day of thanks. Yeah, very well said. We don't want to take up too much of your time. All we ask for is like one of your weekly commutes, your drive to work on Thursday or Friday. That's all we want. Give us 20-something minutes a week. That's all we really need. And if you like more, join us on Patreon. As a way to say thank you, we are going to release the full Patreon episode for free on Patreon. you got to go to, you know, patreon.com slash less the 2000, and you can hear the full extended episode of this review. So check that out. Now, we are doing video of this as well. That's going to be behind a paywall. Ding! But it's worth it. To see me in the pink Ghostbuster shirt with Elsa Nana over my shoulder, and just thank you so much for for being fans. We we couldn't, we wouldn't, we would literally be talking. We would still do this, but we would be talking to ourselves, much like the character podcast in Ghostbusters Afterlife. <laughs> yeah, you know, I was thinking about that. I was I was pretty excited. It was really exciting that that the kid was a podcaster in it, and the podcast jokes were just phenomenal. And and I know this is a spoiler spoiler free uh, episode uh, at this point, and so uh, we're gonna we're gonna keep that going. But uh, to to back up, you were so worried going into this movie. You didn't you didn't tell me this going into it. I, I thought I guess I've been oozing with excitement over this thing for two years, and I can only imagine now that you're saying this, my texts must have been nauseating to you because you had no no high expectations for this at all. And I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. man. Oh, my God. Oh, they, I mean, I text you four times. They pushed back the release date and how upset I was. And mm-hmm. you were probably just shaking your head going, Chad's going to be very unhappy when that movie releases. <laughs> and I didn't think... It was going to be bad because Jason Reitman, the director, Ivan Reitman's son, is an absolutely amazing, amazing writer-director. I mean, you got, you know, thank you for smoking. You've got... uh, uh, um, Oh, he did thank you for smoking. Oh. Yeah. I mean, all all these really good films. 
And his dad is the one that that made Ghostbusters. Yes. If he can't get it right, there is no hope in the entire world for a reboot of Ghostbusters. It would be good at all. And he made sure it did not fail. And he did a great job. And that's why I was excited. And he didn't disappoint. Were there things in there that, you know, later, if we ever do a spoiler episode, uh, that we could go into a little deeper? Sure. But every movie has its flaws. Uh, But at the end of the day, this was a great tribute to 1984, Mm -hmm. to the original Ghostbusters movie, and, and, and really gave a perfect nod to all of the fans that have that have waited 40 years almost for yeah. this movie to come out. Yes. Yes, and I say let's have it both ways, Chad. Let's do a spoiler-free podcast, but let's get into a little bit of spoilers at the very very end. We'll give you plenty of warning. It will be only on Patreon. You can listen to the podcast on your drive to work, not have to worry about spoilers. We're not going to go into heavy spoilers or even even minor spoilers really but we we got some stuff I, I i have to talk about some things um so you can join us on patreon for that and we will warn you before we get to any before we get into any of that but i want to push back on one thing that you said you said uh reboot this is not a reboot and i think that's part of the reason i like it so much this is ghostbusters 3 i mean this True. is within the same continuity of the original this is uh it, it it is it's the same world the same lore it it it, ha- it the things that happened in the 84 and 89 ghostbusters 1 and 2 happened in this universe yes. and it's a it's the whole it's the continuation and and it is it's so fitting that jason reitman uh took up the mantle from his father because mm-hmm. that's exactly what this story is. It's a legacy story of the the next. It skips a generation, basically. We're, we're they're <laughs> down to the grandkids of the yes. Ghostbusters. Well done, Jason. <laughs> yes, definitely. Because because I I was so nervous about this being children Ghostbusters, mm-hmm. and. Uh, I I didn't know um, uh, the 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 lead girl. I didn't know McKenna Grace. I I haven't seen anything else she's done. I knew Finn um, from Stranger Things, but I was a little, I was a little nervous about it. And and this isn't a spoiler. You could go see that movie just for her. Yes, and it would be a perfect movie, dude. Then you have everybody else, including Paul Rudd and 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 and. You know, uh, it's just it, Carrie Coon. Uh, yeah, uh, just an amazing cast, and but you, this movie could succeed on her alone. She is that effing good in this film. Do, McKenna Grace. There are not enough superlatives for how excellent, phenomenal, amazing, breathtaking she was. I was so. This is one of the reasons I was not excited about it at all. I had very little hype. Because I'm like, it's Kid Ghostbusters. But had I had any idea that she would be the focal point, that Phoebe Spangler was the main character. See, I thought it was more of a team. I thought it was going to be like kind of like Goonies or... Yeah. 
What I, I mean, and it, it kind of is, but I mean, it's definitely it, centered around her. It's t- and thank God, and she's so good. She is such a great actor. I'm a fan of hers for life. I will see everything she she does going forward. I'll look through her back catalog. She's she's amazing, and and she was born in 2006, by the way. If <laughs> just <laughs> just to like give you some context. Oh my um, God, she was. Uh, you're right. If you you could see this movie just for her and mm-hmm. and walk away happy, if everybody else was a no name, if if it was a complete, if it was a reboot and it was her story on her own, it would be fine because she was just that damn good. But the fact that she was Egon's granddaughter, I totally bought it. Her hair, her glasses, her face, everything, her, everything. Whoever her her her, her costume. Uh, the, the, whoever picked her costumes was just fantastic. The really nerdy, like um, the the khaki shorts, the um, overalls, just the the. I, there's just not enough great things to say about everything about the character and actress. She did so. I was sitting there wondering, like, I wonder what she's like in real life because I don't I don't picture her in real life probably being like a lot of actors kind of become who they are who they're. She's blonde. She's blonde. See, yes. there you go. Like, I, 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 she, and I know it's Ghostbusters. Be like, well, how much acting is there in Ghostbusters? Well, quite a bit. A lot, a lot, and a lot in this particular one because this was a lineage film, right? Mm-hmm. So the passing of the torch and and all of that stuff that I, I hadn't even thought about that. The fact that like his dad handed the torch down to his son to create this universe, and 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 tell this tell the story. Uh, is awesome and and because of that there's so much more heart in it that you wouldn't expect but there's still comedy so they still manage to put in like the original uh, Ghostbusters it was funny and dark and this went back to funny and dark Mm -hmm. and the problem with 2016 and this isn't going to be a 2016 bash no it's not absolutely not but but they went for all funny all and comedy. it was like, let's take the funniest people in the world that are popular right now and let's put them on screen together. Mm-hmm. And and it was like watching bridesmaids shoot ghosts. I mean, it was just it was sort <laughs> yes. of like, yeah. So this brought it back to the heart of it, to the to what the Ghostbusters were. I mean, they were scientists. And then Bill Murray, <laughs> you know, yeah. they, 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 they looked at the world differently, you mm-hmm. know, and, mm-hmm. and this did that again. I felt the magic. I felt like as close as I could come to the feeling of watching it in the eighties. Like yep. it, it does just capture that, that, uh, that fantasy that, um, childlike wonder uh it it, it it's uh, it, so we talked about on the when we reviewed ghostbusters earlier this season um you you made the point that it was you know a horror film with comedy or i was like this is a comedy with horror yep i think the original was very much a comedy with scary elements with thriller elements Mm -hmm. this kind of inverted that this was a thriller a scary type situation with comedy 
And the 2016, like you said, was just straight slapdash comedy. This, this, this kind of inverted the original formula, but completely stayed true to it. And I'm glad that they didn't go for, they didn't try to recreate the brilliance of the wittiness of a Bill Murray, of a Dan Aykroyd. You just can't. Correct. You can't. And, and that was so welcomed and appreciated that they let these characters have their own voice. And that was something that most, I, I think a lot of directors that that don't have the chops like Jason does, it'd be very easy to try to go, okay, this is going to be the scientist. This is going to be, you know, the, 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 the funny guy. This is going to be the mechanic. This is... And it, and it and it, it they didn't do that. They literally let them have their own voice and their own personality and I think that works. I think there was a little bit of there's a little bit of a podcast being like Ray. I kind of got the Ray vibe from him. Totally. And and they of course uh Phoebe was the Egon, but there wasn't another Bill Murray. They didn't try to make a a a, a Vankman. They Correct. didn't try to. They didn't try to make a Ernie Hudson. Um, you know, uh, they 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 just went with what they had. And did all the jokes work? No. But did any of them bother me? Did any of them like take me out of it? Absolutely not. I think it was it was fine. It wasn't a. It, it, there was nothing like embarrassing about it. There's nothing cringe about it. It was yeah. There wasn't a moment where you wanted to duck in your seat and go, God, I hope nobody sees me in this theater right now. <laughs> like yeah, there was none of those moments. This you you brought up the magic of it, and and that's a, a, a the best word you could use. I can't remember a time of late that I sat in a theater and and felt that that essence that that magic that seeing something on the screen half the time i'm looking at my watch i'm i'm you know it's like i'm at beat points okay i without even looking i can be like oh okay it's about 30 minutes left it's all formulaic we're just mm-hmm. getting there yada 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 and i and so much cinema has been uh a little boring of late because i've seen so much stuff in my life right see i was right for hating on new stuff well you've missed some really great stuff past 2000 <laughs> but <laughs> Just the the way Afterlife was was shot, even mm-hmm. when when it, I mean, because this was in the in the trailer too. When when Ecto One is you know going down the street and and firing, and when they would when they would show close ups of her, or they would or even just the car going, everything from the sky to the angle of the vehicle to the yeah, it had this essence of of really beautiful cinema. Yes. Things that were birthed more in the late 70s and 80s and then got perfected as computer technology got better in the in the 90s and in early 2000s. But but it was like that magic again. It was like back to like this incredible cinema where you're sitting you're sitting in your seat and mm-hmm. you're like feeling it. Mm-hmm. You're feeling it. And that mm-hmm. that is something that takes a lot of very well thought out uh, uh, craft it it was so well directed the the shots uh, you can appreciate on 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 their own like you said the the mise-en-scene the colors the uh it, it was very it was very visually uh, appealing mm-hmm. but what what 
strikes me even more than that is what it did to the heart. I, I don't mm-hmm. know if you noticed if you when you looked over, I was smiling pretty much the whole movie. <laughs> I was just beaming with sheer joy and excitement. And it's a very foreign foreign feeling. I'm not used to feeling this way. <laughs> and it was, and I'm not afraid to say, I teared up. I was tearing up at the end, and I was I turned to you and said, "I'm so happy." <laughs> I was so happy. With this yes. movie, I yep. and, and I, part of that was probably because I was going in with such low expectations, or I wasn't going in to hate it. I had no intention of of going in to hate it. But every time it got pushed back, a little bit of my soul died, and a little bit of the enthusiasm died. So when this delivered, and and I was like, oh, you know, kids, and oh, another another reboot. I mean, how many times have we been disappointed by? recycling ip this one was a an exceptionally rare example of just firing on all cylinders and hitting the sweet spot between hitting the 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 notes that i needed as the nostalgia beats and the new and and some fresh take on it um which was great it's it i'm blown away by how much i like this movie well, that makes two of us being amazed that you're blown away. <laughs> right. <laughs> I had a feeling I was going to be okay because I really like Jason's work. But the fact that, like, I, I mean, I'm amazed that you like this movie so much. But I think, again, I think it goes back to the fact that they nailed the nostalgia and and brought something new. So it wasn't mm-hmm. recycled. It was a continuation. Mm-hmm. And and I think that I, I think that helps. I mean, I mean, even just I mean, I remember looking over you just the first time that proton pack fired up, and mm. you heard that you know that sound. Yes, I remember looking at you like, oh man, like yes. this is what's up. Like, yes, ah, uh, I all I, of it. The first time you hear the siren on the Ecto One, mm-hmm. the first time you hear the trap, the first time uh, you hear the the score was great because. It, it, it sounded very, very similar in many of the same notes and beats that, uh, but but they pulled it off, which is a miracle, which is it wasn't like a, just a rehash or retread, the same beats, the same. Mm-hmm. I mean, they literally used some of the same songs, but, yeah. and the same sounds and the same sort of, you know, glimpses and, and, and shadows, but it, it just, it just, he, for my money, to get me to like it this much, he pulled off a miracle. Like Jason was great, <laughs> uh, great. You know, Grace was uh, McKenna. Grace was just uh, great. Between those two things, y- y- I like Paul Rudd. He's fine. He doesn't offend me. But he didn't have to be in this movie. It could have been somebody else. It 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 was it was those two things. It was the writing, and it was it was just the the fact that they were able to capture and and recreate the magic without. Just doing it over. Yeah. Because I was a little nervous that it was also being taken out, out of the city, too. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it's, they, they, I mean, they that completely was a risk. changed it up. And mm-hmm. I wonder and it about it worked. That. Yeah. And it worked. And I, and I liked, I liked how they, I like how they tie it back. I, I can't say anymore because it would turn into a spoiler. Mm-hmm. But it, it's amazing. Um, they answer every question. The world, the worlds all connect. There's, there's not a situation in the movie where you go, you know, oh well, they didn't answer that. 
they wrap up everything, every beat on why you're in that town mm-hmm. and, and how we got there and how every, every one of those things were answered. So as an audience, you were never going, why? You never once had to go, mm-hmm. why? Because mm-hmm. they gave you everything. And by the end, truly everything from start to finish. Um, I, I will say this. Stay for the credits. There's a cut scene. Oh, yeah. There's a cut scene during the what they call the main credits, which are at the end in a mm-hmm. lot of movies now. But stay till the final, final, final credit has rolled. Mm-hmm. Almost didn't do that. And so glad we did uh, because there's I forced a, you to. You forced me to. Thank you, Atlas. Because I was like, there's no, we're never going to do this again. We're never going to be in this theater and have this chance again. And especially when they did it the first time, you think, well, they're not going to do it again. No, stay all the way through. Two, you get two. Those who stay. And it's worth it. It's worth it. it, And it's totally worth it. It's not just like a nod that you're like, well, that could have been done without. Like it, it gives you information that is new and, and, and really great. So stay, stay, stay. First of all, I want to say, again, thank you for listening to us this season. We, we love you all. And as a way of, of, since I'm going to theaters again, at least for old IP, Matrix, the new Matrix will be coming out. We're excited about it. Um, we've talked to, you know, uh, Darren, who was a guest recently, Michelle, who was a guest recently. We are going to get a crew of people together to see Matrix on New Year's Day. In Omaha, Nebraska, at IMAX, at Westroads. So if you want to be part of it, let us know. Hit us up on social media. Let's go as a group. Let's get some our, our old friends together, our our, our fans. Um, please come out. And if you, I will make this deal with you. If you fly in from out of state to see this movie with us, we will buy your ticket. I will, if you show it's me the your, least we could do. If you show me a flight and you came in, um, we will we will buy your ticket to see uh, Matrix. It doesn't look; it actually looks pretty interesting. And so that will be our um, less than two thousand uh, reunion, if you will, New Year's Day, the Matrix at IMAX. Um, so so let's start coordinating that, everybody, and. I'm just so glad on a personal note and on a let's get real end of the season moment, best friends always make their way back to each other kind of thing that we saw it together. This was, you know, 30, 30, uh, seven years in the making or whatever. Yeah. Uh, I just happy that it was great. Happy. I saw it with you. Happy. We saw it opening weekend. Yeah, man. It's so great. Had such a great time, man. Love you, brother. Love you, man. Thanks, everybody, for joining us, and we will see you in January 2022 for Season 3 of Less Than 2000. The podcast.